The financial crisis of 2008 provides us with a case study of business and government at a macro level, by which I mean that the systems themselves are front and center. The Clinton administration, working with Congress, had made sure that financial derivatives, including bonds based on high-risk mortgages, would remain unregulated. The risk itself could be swapped, and those insurance policies were also unregulated. So not even Bernanke at the Fed or Paulson at Treasury had any foresight concerning the iceberg ahead leading up to September of 2008. Meanwhile, credit agencies, which did better financially if the securities are rated highly, were rating top bunches of the bonds triple A. The CEO of Goldman Sachs admitted to Congress, after the fact, that his bank had been under no obligation to inform even the bank's best customers that the bonds based on subprime mortgages were crap in the bank's view. We're just market makers, Blankfein told Senator Levin's Senate committee. Likewise, mortgage makers had been under no ethical obligation to tell prospective mortgage holders that they really could not afford the houses they were buying. Besides the obvious greed, everyone had been so very narrow in outlook. This includes the lawmakers whose mantra had been to deregulate the financial markets or keep as much of them unregulated as possible. Incredibly, not yet a decade after the crisis, lawmakers in Congress were set on financial deregulation in spite of the impact on systemic risk. The five largest banks were by then about a third larger as a group, hence of greater systemic risk than in 2008. The problem, in other words, is not just greed. Stupidity, even in high positions in banks and government, is the man behind the curtain as yet still hidden to the general public. In this collection of essays on the financial crisis, I present not just the failures of the individuals involved, but also the systemic flaws in the design, not only of the American financial system, but of the overlapping systems of business and government. Whether a representative democracy can fix systemic problems is a major unanswered question. I begin with Richard Fuld, the poster boy for the arrogance on stilts that enabled the crisis, and move on to tackle the more systemic matters, some of which contain conflicts of interest that the public unwittingly tolerates or is ignorant of in spite of the crisis.